What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Justin here with Meals. What's popping? We're here. I'm I'm here. You know what I've been trying to do for the last number of days? Find new music to listen to. <laughs> Bruh, why am I still listening to my Spotify uh most listened? From 2022. <laughs> Bruh, I've been listening to all my like old playlists for maybe like the last year. Like nothing new in music ex- except when they have the big releases. I think literally the last new one that I mean, the only new one in the last number of months was the Ice Spice shit. But and I ran that into the ground. I'm listening to that. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I feel like you listen to the Ice Spice. It's 13 minutes long. I mean, it's not hard to. I li- it's like half of a. It's not even half of a walk for me. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like oh, it's like a block. Yeah, it's like a pre-workout. <laughs> like it's you're still stretching yeah. when it's over. Um, but music is just like, and 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 I feel bad for you because your guys still in jail. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, you know, I it's, it was tough listening to Thug. I think I'm 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 coming out of it right okay. now. Um, I'm a little bit more like okay, I can listen to it. and and, I, and again, like I wasn't listening to him because I'm like I'm like yo, it's it's just hard to listen to somebody like that. I was just depressed listening to yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like it's just tough. But I'm out of it. But it's it's still like I'm still listening to like I went back and listened to Old Future. I'm just like, there's nothing out there's right nothing now. new like i'm listening to okay so the scissor album i can't listen to a lot of it because one it's just too long and i think half of it i actually do like i respect the body of work but i think i only like half the fucking songs um maybe because it's like 22 tracks i probably like at least eight of them solid yeah. um you know what never listened <laughs> bro you know what fair <laughs> it came out in december you know what I- you know what I'm listening what? to? Boys on Liar. Not Boys on Liar. I love that song, not man. Come on. Why did she say liar like that? Yo, all right. So I'm not bugging, right? Like, she, like, everyone's like, yo, I can't believe you listen to this. There's, like, skill beneath there, right? Like, you can hear, like, little hints of, like, okay, pockets and flows and stuff. It's not the most refined thing, but it's something right. there. Something is there. I just, I just really want to know why she keeps saying liar like that. It sounds like she can't hear out her right ear. Like, I'm one liar. Oh, Pink Panther. I'm is one like, liar. I don't. Know. I, don't do I feel yeah. like I got a lisp every time I say that girl's name. <laughs> Pink Panther. One is liar. Um, one liar. Fuck what I've been listening. There's something there. Like, you mean like Ice Spice, or you Not mean like Pink Ice Panther? Ice Spice. Pink Panther is his name. There's something there. The thing is, is that, and I think Josh said this really succinctly and on the black print a couple weeks ago he said we've never seen how a, a, a ice spice record is created <laughs> and i think that's the best part like she's probably got a wwe performance center of writers and people who are helping her with yeah. that okay and there's nothing wrong with that i'm not saying that in a disparaging way i'm just saying it because like it does sound as though she's gonna practice and practice and practice and practice and practice until she gets it correct Okay, and, and that's and this, that's how you're supposed to do it. I think that my big question with her is, what's next? You know, like what what is what's up next? Because you can't ride that. Like it's a very regional sound. You know what I mean? And, and I think, and we did this what last week in, a, in another chat that me and you were in. We looked at her Spotify numbers, mm-hmm. and this the story is this a different story on there? I'm, 
compared to what you've seen on the I internet. agree. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we follow a lot of I don't know. It's just weird. It's also we're on TikTok a lot too. So it seems like the biggest thing ever on TikTok for sure. Um but realistically, I guess like how big is the TikTok space and how much is she occupying? But I think she's I think she's done nothing wrong yet. Like she's even when like shit comes her way, like the Drake thing, she kind of like shrugs it off, laughs it off. So she hasn't, it seems like she knows how to navigate herself and not take herself too seriously, which is always like the key downfall of a lot of artists is taking themselves too seriously to the point where it affects their music and also how uh, they react to people who may not find their music favorable or anything like that. Um, right. So she's got that down. But other than that. Yeah, she doesn't, get the, but, but again, She's managed by a team that are very much like digital marketers in their own mm-hmm. right. You know what I mean? Like she's this it's the same team that did six nine. Right. You know, so like they're they I mean, is she even running her own accounts? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the saddest shit on earth, bro. Yeah, she, well, the thing, I, and I said that yesterday, I was like, bro, she can't get verified because there's nobody at Twitter to, to verify her. Her, her and Samara Joy, who won the Best New Artist at the Grammys, they're like having a conversation on Twitter. She's like, oh, I went to SUNY Purchase. Oh, I went to SUNY Purchase too. And both these people are not verified <laughs> at all. And and the thing is, is they probably can't go verified only. So she got to dig through yeah. <laughs> movies fucking mentions to see how the girl respond to her bro it's 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 insane but i, I think you know we music is mostly kind of always kind of slow at this point yeah. um just want to rock as well i think nation <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like i what'd you feel about the grammys i i, I do want to talk to you about that before i before I, t- I give you an update on the uh the hottest combat sport <laughs> out right now <laughs> The Grammys to me is a, my take on the Grammys is that it's a highly produced television show. And, (laughs) and I say that meaning they clearly know the beats of what they want to hit, um, to get you there. And they make you stay there the entire time. I'm the whole Grammy thing with the, you know, the awards and such. I love, you know, seeing the performances. This was the first year I actually like sat down and cared about the Grammys, only because nothing was on. Normally every year right. it's the same time as the Royal Rumble. And I'm just choosing the Royal Rumble over the Grammys every year. Like not even close. Um but this year it wasn't so nothing was on. I was like, okay, let me watch it. Um they really album of the year is just gonna be it's just to me my beef with album of the year with the Harry Styles thing, and it could be a great album, but it's like that Harry Styles album is like the 18 other albums that have won album of the year over the last like 20 fucking years. And I feel like if they're really committed to go ahead. Did you listen to it? Did you listen to it? No. (laughs) Oh, see, but I can tell, I can tell, I can tell, I can tell. Um, we, we, I've done this plenty of times before, but okay. um, I feel like they're trying to put on the face of we're inclusive and we're things, but that big four tells a different story. And also that variety article that come came out, tell a hugely different story. There are always points in my life. The biggest point of me turning off from the Grammys just in general 
and no offense to Esperanza Spalding, but when she won Best New Artist, I was like, what the fuck is this? Over Drake and Justin Bieber and Florence and the Machine and all the other shit. <laughs> that ended up being, but that ended up being like a, a boon for those people who lost it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think this trophy defines you. No, it doesn't. At all. But I think the I get why people are upset about it because people care a lot about music and they would like I, 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 I gotta argue. I gotta I gotta cut okay. you there. Go right. Off. Stands don't care about music. Stands do not care about music. <laughs> they don't. And that's the only people that was reacting like that. And people and, and and hot take artists don't care about music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if you cared about music, you say, Well, I know, in my opinion, this was the best thing. So in my mind, it's my Grammy of it's my album of the year. So Grammys can Yeah, off. and I think to be honest with you, by the end of this week, no one's talking about this anymore. Everyone moves on with their lives. And by the time next year, no one even remembers which one album of the year, to be honest with you. Um because exactly. realistically, I said this immediately after. Uh, as as good as Renaissance was and it didn't win, tickets went on sale on Monday. <laughs> um there's gonna be a huge tour that people invested their whole life savings in. Um, she's probably going to drop some music videos and everyone's going to continue to say that she is one of the greatest artists of this generation. So she's really got nothing to worry about. Um, she broke the record when she broke the record. I said a cheap ass record. I hate the dick eating. I said <laughs> the Grammys. Yeah. That like, what, 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 like, can y'all name every one of them? <laughs> Bro, yeah. they, I hate it because they have Trevor Noah come up to the table where she's sitting at. And he was like, oh, my God, we just got news. She just broke the... And it's like they're, like, pushing the camera in her face. They did it multiple times throughout the night. But I'm like, this is so weird and dick-eating. Like, clearly... And to be honest with you, hot take. Beyonce and Jay-Z are part of the problem, too. <laughs> because they... Yeah, because they showed they up. They fucking showed up. <laughs> if they didn't show up, there wouldn't be... Did you see the watch party? There it was a tweet this morning. There was a watch party. So, and I said, who has a Grammy watch party? What is wrong with y'all? Beyonce stands. They do. The last, that's why I say you don't care about the music. You care about like, you care about moment. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. You care about moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why like, if you knew and they should know, if you cared about music, you should know that this is really just a marketing play. This is where the Grammy and the Music Awards Association and CBS can get ad revenue. And I'm sure and Beyonce needed a bit of visibility because she has a tour coming up as well. Exactly. Exactly. You need some visibility. People got things coming out. Big, you know, big night for a bunch of people. That's really what the night is. This ain't a, this, the, look, listen, the, the Grammys is not going to validate you being, you know, is not going to validate black music. Black music being on top is going to validate black Absolutely. music. Absolutely. That's just, that's just it. The Grammys can say Harry Styles won, but at the, at the end of the day, what's on top, what's most streamed is black Absolutely. music. Absolutely. You know what I mean? 100%. I, I like, if anything, I'm I'm walling out because like Adele really and I said this the other day I was like man she had a really quiet release mm. like it, it feels like it's just like the 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 rails just came off for her regardless of like how big they tried to make that I album. I think no, you're absolutely right. I think also, um, COVID when she was doing her tour, COVID popped up again and she had to cancel a whole bunch of other stuff in the middle of it. And I I'm not sure if she had another throat thing. Um, but that kind of delayed it as well. But yeah, it was a quiet release for her this year. And to be honest with you, I think at this point she should be fine with it. There's no, 
20 between 21 and 25 those two albums like she's good for the rest of her career niggas grew up. yeah niggas grew up yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially uh, she, maybe it's time for her to make her a renaissance you know what i'm saying um but she probably oh, won't she probably yeah won't. <laughs> bad man king adele <laughs> <laughs> oh my wait, wait, wait all right so this uh this offset and quavo thing is like annoying and hurting me at the same time I feel you. It's yeah. uh to me, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's especially during major times like this, but I don't know what's going through Quavo's head. I don't know what's going through Offset's head either or, or their heart rather. I don't I feel like this is this was a pretty serious issue at the time. It seemed as though Takeoff had pretty much kind of stayed out of it because he was still hanging out with Offset when they were broken up. You see, they were still around each other and stuff. Um, I I can I say doing you know knowing a family and being in a family that's been through grief and grieving, grief only exasperates the issues and bad blood between you. Sometimes, like a lot of people say, it brings us together. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't always bring people together. You know, <laughs> and this. This is an instance where it, d- it did not, it's not bringing them together. And I, we would love to think that someone's, you know, passing would bring someone together. That's just not the case. And for anyone that doesn't know, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a video that's out that came out, Entertainment Weekly got it, TMZ got it, of, of Offset and Quavo having a scuffle um, before the tribute on the Grammys. The Grammys asked Offset to be part of it. Offset said, yes, uh, I'll be a part of it. Quavo said no, tried to block him. I don't know. It's not clear what he did to stop him from getting on that stage, but um, I, I, I don't, you know, also gets on Twitter and says, what do you, what, what do you mean I fought Quavo? And I'm just like, hey guys, whenever he goes on Twitter to address something, it's probably, the, trust the report. <laughs> trust the report. He has no, he has no clue what he's doing on Twitter. But I, 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 you know, for him to say face, I feel like I don't, I don't feel as though he needs to say face. I don't think he looks like the bad guy here. You know, I, I don't think he's looked like the bad guy at all throughout this situation because we don't know what Quavo's side is. Right. He refuses to say it. So, you know, if and, and the thing is, regardless of what y'all are beefing about, that was his that was his uh, cousin. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, what are you doing? He looks like a bozo for doing that. You know what I mean? And And, you know. Jay Prince, I don't know if you saw this, he got on and said, oh, you weren't really close. You weren't really rocking with Takeoff when he was alive. And I'm just like, all right, shut yeah. the fuck up. Like, get out of parents, get out of people's family Absolutely. business. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, again, we don't always know, and, and it's, it's super hurtful, and, and I feel terrible because these are two brothers that are mourning or, or in, in pain. Mm-hmm. And not only in pain from their, you know, their family member passing away, one of, one of them which saw it happen, but also in pain from the fact that they they've broken up and they've lost a huge part of their lives. Quavo and, and Offset were inseparable, you know. Yeah, it's it's sad. It really is sad. Let us know about the hottest combat sport. <laughs> Listen, why are people not talking about the hottest combat sport in America? Baddies West. <laughs> this past episode had one of the greatest reality TV brawls I have ever seen in my life. I need you to explain it. I've seen 
Uh, granted, a lot of them were challenge-based, but I also think those have uh, great TV brawls as well in the real world. But I need you... Well, now, nah, I, I, at this point, pro- violence has probably gone up <laughs> more than a tinge since then. Um, Bro, it is... Yo. Is it, is so, it better than right. Maya versus Avery in real world Portland? 100%. Oh what the fuck? 100%. 100%. So let's to, to take you back to, to, to what's going on, Batty South ended with a three-episode brawl between the whole cast and crew and Natalie Nunn, who actually got punched in the face so hard that her eye was red, and she had to put sunglasses on for the rest of the whole thing. So in order to make this season pop, she not only got Chris Sean Rock, who, um, if, if, if you were to ask me, she went three and one in Batty South. Okay. Uh, and so far, in, so far in Batty's West, she's two and oh. Um, and she brought back Roly, who was from the, the chant show on Zeus. She was about two and oh on Batty South as well. Did not lose. She's a she's a more of a, a super heavyweight. You know what I mean? She okay. she she uh uh, in the mold of a Bruiser Brody or a Abdul Little Butcher, I'd say. Okay, I mean you're doing a lot of analysis on this. <laughs> so, the first episode of Baddies West, there was a fight on the bus between Stunner Girl, who was fan chosen, against mm. Roly, who I told you ain't never lost, mm. and uh, Biggie, who's who's a Dominican from uh, New York. So you already know how oh, no. yeah. how how obnoxious she course, is yes. <laughs> very obnoxious but she's probably one of my favorite cast members of the new cast members so they get into a fight on the bus you know tommy lee from uh love and hip-hop is on this as well she uh was already on one because she got beat up at the photo shoot you know the photo shoot they do when they when they're like actually doing the, the titles yes. the title screen for the show she got beat up during that okay tommy lee that oh it's a girl yeah he's to tommy lee the, so you know i'm from the 90s not him, but I hear he's got a swing as well. Uh, so in this episode, they're in a house and they're all fighting. And then last week's episode ended with one of the girls called, her name is Low London saying, her name is Low London. She's saying, Krishan, you were late and this was the reason why everything got fucked up. So Krishan sits up in her seat. It is the most fright. Listen, Meals, Krishan Rock is one of the most frightening people on the planet she's like mike tyson okay to be honest with you yeah it, yes she's frightening <laughs> so i wouldn't say nothing is her fault i would be her best friend i don't give a fuck if you call me a dick eater i don't give a fuck i'm not crossing christian rock she's gonna beat my ass she fights men she sits up in her seat none of the other girl all the other girls are not listening to her they're looking at what Krishan's doing because she's a force of nature on this show <laughs> Krishan <laughs> hops up bow 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 bing 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 1-0. She just got the house. 1-0 already. Listen, man. The girl, Low London. Krishan's not wearing rings, by the way, Mills. She has three lumps on her head. Three. On the left part of her head. Three lumps. And she's bleeding from the mouth. She runs back around to fight Krishan for the one-on-one. No sneak. Boom, 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 boom. 2-0. Krishan wins again. Later on in the episode, she dresses in all black. All black, Mills. In the same house. Runs through a side door to try and cut to try and sneak Krishan, gets caught. Is there health insurance on this show? <laughs> Bro, they're signing a crazy deal with this show because not only does this brawl happening, but Stunner Girl, who has forged a beef with at least four women on the show already, 
gets into a three. They're taking turns, and Zeus security is letting them take turns fighting. Does it, this is why I say this is one of the greatest brawls in reality does TV. They don't white know about this. This is seems way better I, than exactly than Smackfest. <laughs> hey, Smackfest, yeah, <laughs> it's over for you. Like, so it ha- Stunner Girl Roly Roly goes up one uh, zero on Stunner Girl beats her ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stunner Girl versus Tommy. I I gotta call it a draw. No hits connected. Uh, but for Roly does jump in. There's there's a run in by Roly, but uh, I, I'll just say that it's 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 a draw. So it's so it's it's zero one zero for 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 both. Or actually, Tommy zero one one because she actually did catch an L. And Stunner Girl has won no fights yet. But um, Roly actually did get a piece of glass in her ass cheek, and she had to go to the hospital. Well, casualties of war, you know. So one of the, one of the wildest brawls I have ever seen on on any TV show. This is one of the greatest combat sports I've ever seen. This is insane. I, I kind of feel bad for these people. Krishan kicks Krishan kicks Low London in the face. All right, so hard it rips her. It rips her hair out. Shit's crazy. I love it every Sunday. <sighs> Tune in with me. <laughs> I mean, we might as well do a live fucking watch or something along those lines. <laughs> uh, okay, that seems. Would people want to see that? I don't know. This seems very frightening. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna send you the episode. Okay. Right, let's, let's go to Patreon. Okay. Let's go to Patreon. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. We are back on the A Show. It is time for No Holds Barred. We got a couple of news items. Last week it was completely bare. <laughs> this week which is fine listen i think we, we we had a really great episode last week covering the royal rumble people really enjoy the royal rumble episode and i i know people would like us to like break down pay-per-views like that very often and i think honestly meals we have an opportunity to do that with with, with elimination chamber i think the i think the um the penchant for drama is very high with this show so we might do it again, but just it, just to be clear, like not every pay per view we can do that on, you know, like it's just impossible. Yeah, and also, y'all, y'all don't want that. We're not like we're conversationalists. We're not like recappers. Like we're not gonna go through every single match and rate it on a scale. Like that's just it. Just is what it is. But I think we got a and yeah, a lot of there's not a very deep point to a lot of these things. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, but hey. You know, be here. NXT Vengeance Day 2023 aired on Saturday from the Spectrum Center in North Carolina. Featured some pretty big matches. Damn near um, sold out. Damn near sold out. Hot crowd. I think they gave him a good show. I think they gave him a good show here. Um, obviously, and I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to belabor the point and keep bringing that up. It, it'll obviously never be what it used to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'll never be that. But for what we got, I will say this. They're smart because they always put their workers on these shows. You'll never see the people who are not workers <laughs> on the pay-per-views or the PLEs, whatever. It's all the people that have been there either for a while or people that have been elsewhere and, and are back or are, are always the ones working. Um, but I thought it was a, it was it was a really solid show. I, I thought it was a good it, I, and I thought the show was helped even more by the crowd. So like things that I wouldn't have been feeling that much. I felt a lot more other than really one match where the crowd was kind of like notably like silent for, which I'm a little concerned, but I think it's more because of the, um, the participants than anything, but show opened with Wesley, uh, versus die Jack 17 minutes, North American championship. First match. This is a big moment here too, Mio. This is the first match 
of their first PLE on the road in three years. I like it. Um, overall, I love the match. My only beef with the match is Dominic Dijakovic really wants to be like 5'10 and 212 pounds. <laughs> because the way he moves and the way he allows all these he doesn't move like his size and i think it's a hindrance on him because he's going to be treated like that's not his size mm-hmm. and he's going to man be putting him up in you know fucking mishinoku drivers and shit i'm like bro don't do it. he wants to springboard off ropes he wants to do all these other stuff like that i'm like yo this don't work against wesley who's tinier than you you could jump and bounce off of keith lee all you want but i don't think this works in this instance for uh for this match but overall the match was great i mean it still was great but Dijak broke a finger uh i mean look at him look what happened (laughs) what's your read on the uh the D'Angelo thing. It, it seems to me like he's turning face. Seems like he's turning face. Yeah. It seems to me like he's turning face and Dijak will be his program. I think that's good because if anyone's going to teach this guy how to work, it's going to be Dijak. And I think that a lot of things went away when Champa left. And D'Angelo, his his improvement stopped <laughs> after Champa and um and Santos left. Because when those two left, he did he he was like on a on an island. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. So you got to put him with guys that can work. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. But I think that that'll be a good thing. And, and I think Wesley, needs, I honestly feel like Wesley should move on to Axiom. I think that would be an amazing program. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good off of this Dijak shit. <laughs> I don't like the gimmick. I, I think the gimmick just is just ass. I don't, I don't like the gimmick at all. Yeah, I don't. Dude. Yeah, I agree. You want to do police gimmick in this in this in this age, brother? Do you want to be the big boss man <laughs> today? <laughs> like, come on, dog. Um, Fallon Henry, Kiana James, uh, they defeated uh Katana Chase and uh or Chance, I'm sorry, and Kaden Carter. Um, they they won the women's tag team championships. Really, really good match too. Like, I, you would have never known it, but Kiana and Fallon, they're some workers, yo. They're 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 really good. Hey, man, listen. Oh no! I don't like Caden Carter. <laughs> I know, I know you don't. Bro. I don't. I mean, the minute a slightly more interesting team came along, they lost the title. <laughs> like, <laughs> like even a slightly more interesting team, like that longest reign bullshit was just because they could never find any challengers, or they pretty much they evaporated the division. Um, their their lack of personality does not mean there's a lack of skill, and no. I thought that. It's personalities. I thought that Katana was amazing in the match. Like she did some really amazing looking stuff. I agree. Um, I like their tag team offense. It seems like they finally got in their groove. I just really feel as though they need to go to a division that needs a strong team that's actually a team like them. Um in the in the same way, the same way that uh that you know toxic attraction needs to go up because they're an actual team and they could actually strengthen mm-hmm. that division and have some really good matches. Um, I thought this was a great, a great match, though. I, I think that me and you are universally kind of like meh on on this next match, the Carmelo Hayes Apollo Cruz match. I had said uh, last week this could be the sneaky match of the night. It was the stinky match of the night. Um, it was. Second I too stinky match of the night. <laughs> I think the crowd died for this. I think that they were patient because they knew that the match was going to go go long, and it did. It was the longest match on the show. It was twenty minutes. 
but it was just so laborious, a lot of chin locks, a lot of rest holds for no reason considering how the match ended, right? Like there's no reason for them to have done that. They didn't really go that hard. Um, And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the fans have not completely bought into Apollo Crews like they bought in on Carmelo Hayes. Arguably, I will say this, one of the worst booking decisions of the year thus far. Just as an overall match in general. Like nothing really went well for this match. And I think Apollo Crews is a great person. I feel like there's nothing really changed about his standing in WWE entering NXT. Whereas, like, you could look at a Mandy, for instance, and you can kind of see where things started lighting up and how kind of, like, she changed the narrative on her own career. I think Apollo Crews, it's literally just the same. Um, there's not much to write home about. The match was not that great. Uh, and <laughs> it was capped off by an incredibly confusing ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's getting their names back. Um Dabakato showing up, I guess saving Apollo Cruz, but also he still loses the match and two falls straight. <laughs> and then the two, he turns on him afterwards. The 2 0 thing was strange, but yeah, like you said, Aziz coming back, since when does it does interference that helped one person cause that person to lose? It almost feels as though Aziz should have turned on him during the match to make that make sense. You came back, you stopped you stopped trick from cheating, but Carmelo still ended up winning anyway. I was like that was the that was the strangest booking I've ever seen. And I thought that it was even worse because my thought here is that uh Apollo takes Carmelo to the limit and he has to like not cheat to win. Or or Apollo takes up to Carmelo to the limit and Carmelo sees, "Hey, I, you know, there's a different way to do this than what he's doing." I, I think there's a moment in the match where Apollo says, "A champion doesn't do that." Like, what are you doing? Like, and I thought that that was a learn. I thought that he was going to learn. I'm like, what does he learn except that he could just continue cheating? Like, it was just, it was just a strange. I just didn't, I didn't like it. I, th- I I gave it maybe like a, a low three. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it just seemed really long. It took the crowd out of it. It wasn't fast paced at all. And I'm sorry. Like, as much as I like Carmelo, that fucking finisher is not it. He needs a new finisher. I do not, I do not believably think that that could take out Braun fucking Breaker at this point. I agree. Um, Fatal four-way tag match between Gallus, New Day, Pretty Deadly, and Chase University. Probably had like some of the biggest reactions of the night. Uh, the crowd was super into this. I, I really like this match a lot. Of course, New Day lose to, to Gallus, who I, I assumed was going to win this anyway. Um, they need a heel team to, to do this. I feel like the, the tag titles work well with the heel team on the NXT. And they got a pretty good, a pretty good, um, pretty good field to go against for the tag team championships. I, I want to see them kind of rebuild this division since, uh, since it, it's been kind of in flux for the past year. I'm not a fan of Gallus, but Hey, I mean, they were the team to win this <laughs> out of all workers. three. I guess they were the team. Yeah. Yeah. They're workers. They're workers. I, I like them a lot. I mean, again, you can't understand what they're saying no fault to them, but it, you know, it is what it is. And then uh, surprisingly, the, the women's championship match, a triple threat was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And the crowd actually woke up for this. And I, the whole time I'm looking at this match meals, I'm like, all right, Gigi and JC. Yes, they, they need to go up, but I'm like, how the, how the fuck long are you going to keep Roxanne down here? Because she's the hot, she's, I would say in some pockets, I would think that there's a lot of times where I would think she's probably more over than Braun is on this show. I feel like, you can't really move her yet 
because then where does the women division go from there? <laughs> like, who do we pivot to afterwards? After we just pivoted out of Mandy, um, I guess you could go Tiffany, but I don't think you have any strong face challengers after that. So I think she's got to stick around a little bit longer. And then I also think, you know, as good of a worker as she is, this is more building the character of a WWE superstar and the character of a champion more than anything. So she stays on there. She's able to help workers. She's able to elevate workers. She's able to find different styles that she works with. All these different things that you kind of figure out when you're down there. Um, so that's probably why I said, oh, maybe she doesn't move up, you know, immediately. But she is definitely, she has the skills to pay the bills. She can move up. But realistically, I think they want to continue to elevate and mature her as a superstar. Um, but yeah, not bad. Head and, all. head and shoulders uh better than like a lot of the women on here and the match was great it seems to me like they're gonna break they're gonna break toxic attraction up and then and they're probably gonna move up separately that seems to be what they're probably gonna do here which is understandable um it just it, it, the team just really kind of like it should be called something differently I, I think that mandy really made it that toxic part you know so i don't think i don't think either of them have any legs to stand on currently to be run solo um and they would need a rebrand and that could take some time yeah do you do you rebrand them in nxt or do you move them up and rebrand them i i keep them as it is and i move them up okay okay yeah yeah i dig that main event seal cage match a lot of steel cage matches on wwe programming this week braun breaker versus grayson waller i liked this better than their first match However, it was hard for me to watch it knowing or feeling or sensing that Braun was somehow hurt during this match. I'm, I'm thinking he's fine. Nothing has been announced yet, but they normally don't announce NXT injuries. They usually do a, a fucking a angle to write people off. But it seemed to me he got hurt, right? If they announce in two hours, Braun Breaker has a big announcement on NXT tonight. You know, we yeah <laughs> expecting the worst. There was a um, spot where he was supposed to give Grayson over the top, over the over the head, belly to belly to belly suplex. It looked to me that there was some wires that got crossed. Braun went up for it. Grayson did not, and it I guess caused him to kind of pull something in his arm or shoulder. Throughout the rest of the match, you see it like Braun is holding him up, but not actually gripping him. He's actually just like kind of holding him with a fist. On on his right arm, I think it was his left arm or right arm, and it just looks like he's in pain. He managed to finish the match. It, it still ended up looking good, and I'm just hoping he's okay because because I know that you know they're they're really hoping and banking on him being in that main event slot for standing deliver. That is a big moment for him. Um, but in terms of the match, I thought it was it was way better than the last one. I thought Grayson played the fucking shit heel so so perfectly, and I thought the ending was was one of my favorite endings to a bra match. Um, just in terms of him saying like, yo, this is my shit. It's my block. And then just killing him at the end. I mean, it's not that I didn't like the match, but yeah, it was hard for me to believe that Braun was ever going to lose or in jeopardy <laughs> at any point in this. Um, we're getting Braun versus Melo. Seems to be the, seems to be the path. Yeah. That's uh, so. Um, I'm interesting. I'm interesting. I'm interested. <laughs> You're very interesting. Thank you. Um, 
and how the course gets plotted from here and how we successfully, because I feel like both men have their strengths, but also have like also glaring limitations. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot of, to me, I feel like there's, there has to be a lot of Gaga, not that they necessarily need it cause they got the skills in the ring, but they're limited to me in being able to tell a story on the mic. Mm-hmm. Carmelo is great on the mic, but he's very limited in terms of like, I'm the heel. This is yeah. what I say. Yeah. Like why I I'm hoping Sean and the creative team over there can make us care and give us a why. I think the, the, the big thing that made the, the toxic thing and the Roxanne thing kind of worked to me was the why was that like, they didn't actually outright say it, but Roxanne ruined their whole thing. They she ruined their whole thing. That's why they want to get the belt from her. You know what I'm saying? Like Braun and Carmelo is like, why are you, why do you, why does Carmelo want to face Braun other than wanting the title? You guys were the two hottest people that came into 2.0. You know what I mean? You guys ran 2022. What is the, what's the key? What's the, you know, that, I, I would love for Braun to come out there and say, you know what, Carmelo, I always wanted to face you. I always, all these other people, they, they didn't matter to me as much as the match with you. And I think you started off with there. I think, right. I think it could have been a little bit more organic in terms of, in terms of how they cross paths. Um, but there needs to be a little bit more to the story than mm. I think that I'm better than you and Melo don't miss. And yeah. Braun's going to be like, I'm the champion, so fuck you. Yeah. So it needs to be a little bit more. And I need I need Stone Cold Rock 97, 98, 97. 97. 97. Yeah, yeah don't make me, don't make me <laughs> pull no, up. Don't don't now. <laughs> yeah, don't make me. Uh, but yeah, good show. I would definitely check it out. I'd say on tap, maybe check out the opener, the women's tag. Actually... A lot of the matches are actually watchable on that. I would say just check the show out. It's, it's pretty good. Um, SummerSlam coming to Detroit Saturday, August 5th. All right. Ford Field, 65,000 seater indoor arena, home of the Lions. Um, actually, this was Ford Field was the WrestleMania location in 20, uh, 2007. So I remember that. Yeah. Weird logo. But <laughs> and this is, I don't think that's the final logo. No, no, no. I don't think so either. It feels like, unless it is. I, honestly, it's is they, they debuted it with the same type of lettering um, for Nashville. Then they then we got the real Nashville shit. Um, but when, when the Nashville uh, promotion start? Uh, July? We'll probably see it in July. Yeah. So, um, looks good. I'm excited. It's going to be good. I, what, what do you think in the main event might be? <laughs> Let, let's look Let's look way far in the future. Uh, seven months ahead. What's the main event? Roman. <laughs> Roman Cody. Versus. Roman Cody 2 would be... You could easily... Roman Cody 2. Roman Cody Roman Cody Seth. Hmm? Roman Cody Seth. Cody Seth. Uh, uh, hey, Cody Brock. I'm playing a lot for Cody. Well, uh, have you seen it, bro? <laughs> He's like all over yeah, everything. Every email, every email I open up from WWE, like merch, shows, anything, he's front and fucking center. He is their, their new guy. He is their new guy. He's the he's I the hope. man right now. I hope. <laughs> oh, come on. You're wilding. I hope. Uh, 
Ty Valkyrie, uh, her her contract is coming up uh, with AAA, uh, and and and, and in several. That's um, uh, Frankie Frankie Monet, yes, <laughs> As, from the Monet family. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Monet, my I opened up my Instagram feed and saw Bianca Belair. I was like, come on now. <laughs> The Monet speak differently over here. <laughs> yeah, I do. Hey, I ain't want to say it. You know what I'm saying? I might. I don't want to be mean, but you know, there's there, real. Mean. It's a real carousel of this shit, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, Wheel of Fortune, Hulu series. What else? <laughs> year is champ. She's gonna hit the year as champs. Looks like so. Listen, there you go. Monet, uh, t- 2000 seat arena. No, Sarsky. Uh, <laughs> that promo. No, Sarsky. Uh, t- what else, man? Hey, that man. A fa- fashion show. No, Sarsky. Uh, what else? <laughs> it's, it's, it's up for Bianca, is what we're saying. Always. Hey, man. NASCAR look. Montez yeah, and we'll speak a little bit about NASCAR when we get to these damn shows because I got some questions. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, but but Frankie Monet says she's looking for a more permanent home in 2023 as all of her contracts come up. She says oh, she's word. open. She tried Florida. She tried uh, Nashville, <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> she, she told Fightful that she's open to positions in coaching and production. So it's possible that she is considering oh. signing in a non-wrestling role. So. Oh. <laughs> I think that she would be an immense, immense help for the women in either in, company. Oh. <laughs> in either company. She would listen, AEW needs her. <laughs> they need her. You, you know, know what? what? You, you know why I feel like it, it could definitely work in AEW, but it probably won't. Um it's because she doesn't have fully the cachet of being respected by a lot of the girls there and also Tony Khan himself. I feel like maybe if she was a coach in WWE, she'd go over to AEW and like, oh, well, she was coaching WWE. Like, if Sarah Amato goes over to AEW right now, it's like big money, you know, big money talking, you know, because she's been in WWE and has produced Sasha Banks and, and Paige and uh, all these other people and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you know what? She's going to be a help either way. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I don't want to say that like her in-ring career should be over. You know what I mean? Or is over or she shouldn't come back. I think she, she I think she got a really raw deal in WWE. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I, I do think she got a raw deal. I, I enjoyed agree. her character. I enjoyed her character. No, she was good. I thought she did not get a chance to really cook the way that I, I expected that they wanted to let her cook. And she she got hired and signed at a very weird time for the company and a weird time for the world, <laughs> too. But um, I, I, I think that if, if H has a chance, he should he should get her back and let her. You've been giving out a lot of chances as of late. I think she should go back to NXT. I, I do think she should go back to NXT. I do think the top of the of the list, like shooting her to the top where you got like a Chelsea Green that's automatically on main roster TV is like, I don't know if that's like what I would do right now. Right. Um, 
because you already got a character that's similar to her in Carmella, who's also mm-hmm. back this week. So I would, I would, I would rebrand her and let her help some of the girls. Like honestly, get her, like get, put her in the Mandy Rose position and, and and pit her with with other women and put her in a stable, and then that's how you could call her up. You know, so yeah. Uh, more NXT news. Um, Dragon Lee is having uh, visa issues. That's why he was not present at, at Vengeance Day last weekend. Um, mm. What's no, up with these visas? Is like something going on? I'm. I mean, I'm guessing that it's harder to 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 get your work visas. I would imagine that it's probably backed up with uh, COVID and uh, things getting shut down again, things opening yeah. back up again. It's 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 probably a, a tough time right now. A lot of visa problems. Man, Kenny Omega spent the first couple of weeks of his reign not yeah. being able to not being able to be here. <laughs> Interesting. Um, w- one last thing. Who you think? Do, do you think uh, Ricky Starks beat Swerve ass? Yeah, yeah, I think he beat his ass. I think he whooped his ass. I just look at the fact that his uh his beard don't connect and just know that he got his ass whooped. Swerve is such a. I'm good. I'm good. I'm very very good. Hey, he got his ass whooped. That's all. I, that's all I got to say about it. He got his ass whooped. I'm sure there's some news that'll pop up before this day is over, but um. Is that it for no holes bar? Uh, other than Jerry King Lawler suffered a stroke over the weekend. Uh, out to Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, yeah, that's it for no holes bar. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm, I don't really see anything left. Um, yeah, let's move on to the shows. Let's move on to the show SmackDown from last week. Thought it was a good show, man. Smack Dizzle, listen. I had to tip you off about the ending. I was like, yo, the ending of this show, really, really good. And the way they built up to it throughout the rest of the show, I thought was fantastic as well. Because a lot of people were on the edge of their seat about the fallout of the Sami Zayn and what happened with Jay and stuff like that. And right. Throughout this entire show, the questions about Jay became more prominent, especially with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Tournament. It's concluding. They have to defend their tag team titles next week. Where's Jay? Roman Reigns gets backstage. He's sitting down. Where's Jay? (laughs) You know? He goes out for this promo. Tries to understand all this. Asking, where's Jay? But you know who he found? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, yeah. Um, listen, (laughs) my son hit the most life-changing spear that's ever existed. Like it was cathartic. Yeah, that's how I felt. I felt that's exactly. First of all, Roman letting him hit him with a spear is just nuts. (laughs) Super nuts. Like I feel like he wouldn't even let Braun Breaker hit him with a spear. He fucks with this nigga. I said, "Oh, he fucks with this nigga." And the, and the thing, the thing about it is, right? I said this to you last week. I said the the I said that the the follow up is key. The follow up is very key to what happens here. And I thought that the follow up to this was perfect because they didn't even announce the same was going to be on the show. Yep. And I thought that was that was key as well. Yep. And I think that. Yeah, I, I mean, I I thought that it was just like, again, you're still you're hitting your your it's like a locomotive. You're still hitting all your all all the right spots. Okay, so like they're still moving and moving and moving. But the key here is that 
for the first time, it feels like both of these shows have a really hot main event angle on both of them. And I want to tune into Raw next week, and I want to tune into SmackDown next week to see how this plays out week to week. Okay, agreed. so agreed. So now you have a key where it's like, and it, should we get into like the? I, I want to get into the Cody Roman thing and the Sammy thing when we get to Raw. Yeah, when we get to Raw for sure, because we got to talk about Raw. But I thought the ending to SmackDown was like, okay, now we're cooking, and you know, obviously we only had two weeks left. The damn show is next week, so you got to get you got to get the you got to get the ball rolling on the main event here and. Montreal, Sami Zayn. Montreal, Sami Zayn gonna be a different type of motherfucker. That's gonna be like Atlanta. that's gonna be like future in Atlanta. That's, that's, that's I, type of love. That fucking that sneak attack that came out of nowhere and people lost their fucking minds, bro. Like they lost it. He had the steel chair in his hand. He calls out Roman Reigns. Eventually, Jay and Jay and um, what's my man's name? Solo. Yeah, Solo. They show back up. They drop the steaks and the <laughs> and the sushi. When Roman said um, we got steaks and sushi, I would have lost it. <laughs> Jimmy's ears perked up. You're like, wait a minute now. <laughs> Food. <laughs> I'm gonna share. Wait a minute. Food. Hold on. Nah, J- Jay missing out, nigga. <laughs> Solo don't even eat. Um, <laughs> I hey Solo facials. Good stuff. Good stuff. You forget he's their brother. I forgot he was their brother. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot. He looked like he knew where Jay was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looked like. He looked like. This nigga Jay. JR Crickets getting some wings. He did look like he knew where he was, though. But I, I think that, again, you're seeing, you're seeing that Jay is really the glue that holds this together. Not Jimmy. Not solo, not even Roman, because Jay is the one that'll get shit done and won't give a fuck about nothing. He's a writer in the team, and he's gone. So, so this leads into the tag title tournament, which had uh, Ricochet and Braun Strowman uh, yeah, facing, <laughs> facing off against Imperium. <laughs> hey, I like the team. I, I cool. like the team too. It's cool. Why you both? Team, why you bald? This is the this is the X Pac and Kane of of this generation. <laughs> I don't know because X Pac took Kane's <laughs> chick and <laughs> took her out all over DX. So I don't want to say about that. This nigga X Pac said, "Yo, man, DX is back, but fuck all that. I'm with you, you, my nigga." Yeah, wait a minute. Did, you remember the storyline, right? This is yeah. how 1999 was. X Pac wins a match. Where the match stipulation was Tori has to stay with him for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they get back from Christmas break and Kane sees Tori again and she's like, No, X Pac was a total gentleman. Like he was really the best. But I'm with you. And then she turns on him because duh. <laughs> nasty, bro. Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> Keep in mind that I think Vince Russo was not writing for them at this point. So this is definitely just a, this is another nigger writing this. <laughs> and Tori's never in any DX. I think she's fine with it though. She has to be. She's like, no, nah, I was never really. Did she have a bad fallout, or what do you think the reason is for that? I think they just didn't really fuck with her. She was like the meal of DX. A <laughs> <laughs> million gone. <laughs> Green. <laughs> 
that was some of the funniest that was one of the funniest things that uh that that jay-z has ever done bro was a million gone <laughs> what did he what show did he do that on fuck it um hold on <laughs> It was a live performance. Was it on MTV? It might have been. Was it the unplugged? A million gone. I'm I'm doing it. We gotta find out. I we gotta find this, bro. It was an it. But you remember? Plus knows. Plus definitely knows. Oh, want me to call him? Let's do it. Um, I'm gonna call Plus right now because we 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 have to know. Shout out to A Plus, man. He would know. A Plus Worldwide Plus. I'm not gonna hook it up to the. Can you hear this? I can hear it. All right. Hopefully he answers. No one ever answers for us on the show. But he, he's working, man. He ain't working right now. Oh no, he's not Your gonna. Call has Motherfucker, hold on. Um. Oh, uh, had a had a question. Um, when Jay Z said <laughs> that. Emil Leon gone. Where was that? <laughs> All right. Investigative journalism right here. A plus said LMFAO, yes. <laughs> I can't remember. Me and Mill are trying to remember. Remember. It was the you, me, him, and her performance at, at uh <laughs> I knew he would know. Of course he would fuck though. <laughs> <laughs> On MTV, right? You, me, all right, you, me, him, and her. You, me, him, and her. Sorry, this could not be a, a great listening experience, but I don't, we have to find this. <laughs> okay, there's various performances of this. It, it, would have to be, it would have to be any performance where... Uh, he said maybe he said maybe MTV too large, but that's that Y2K celebration and that dropped in the Dynasty album. It's definitely an MTV performance though. I knew it. Okay, all right. I knew it. We gonna Let's find. We'll get it later. We'll Some, get it. Someone will find it for us. We should go over with the show. <laughs> sorry, sorry y'all. Anyway, y'all <laughs> blood me. You um, caught the a million of the. This is you. Hey, you get me in my Jay Z bag. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Hey man, Draft Diaries coming back. Just know. You're just fuck now. it. Just fuck it. No, if you loved it the first Jay-Z's time. 2003? Come on. Listen, Jay-Z's 2003. Oh, my God. Hey. The sequel. <laughs> get me in on this. Of course, bro. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like, that was a weird, like, thing. Because, again, like, Tori, what do you mean he was a good, he was a gentleman, bro? D- y'all weren't talking during Christmas? <laughs> no. You were like... She wasn't like, damn, his mama cooking sucks. <laughs> she was being wine dined and Hey, I'm not even going I'm not gonna finish that. Uh, uh, Natalia wins a fatal four match to enter the women's elimination chamber on SmackDown. I said, Natalia, fuck you. I don't care if, if that's her hometown. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, I had it like, oh, Canada. Okay. But still, I mean Fuck you. She's been holding it down. I guess she's a She's a hold it downer. Stop you know. giving niggas the you just came back, you broke your nose returns. Well, well too bad because we about to see it on Raw again. Um, Fucker. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus beat up the Viking Raiders. They didn't have to beat the damn 
brutes for that. I think that that's the weirdest thing about Drew being in that team is that like the brutes have been severely kind of like put to the back, and I don't like right. that. And I, I like- the, the the most questionable segment of them all, but I'm sure it's something that you enjoyed. So, Rey Mysterio and the New Day <laughs> are doing NASCAR press. <laughs> To which they're interrupted by Dominic <laughs> Judgment Day. Um, and they have a whole like back and forth thing with NASCAR racing featuring Ron Chastain mm-hmm. and who the fuck is this other guy? This other white guy. Old cracker. <laughs> other old cracker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Precisely. So now their beef has extended to this is the most funniest, makes no sense. <laughs> Why would I, they race each other? I loved it. I loved it. Why the fuck would you? I loved it. Why is Dominic said, I hope you got a booster seat? <laughs> <laughs> That's your daddy, man. Like you really cook he cooking his dad. Can we just say it right now that like Dom is like he's like a breath of fresh air this year? Of course. Of course. Like is 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 let's just say it right now he he he's 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 cooking he's really cooking um hey, why didn't you and like this and I, no i didn't it's not that I didn't like i thought that shit was weird as fuck but ray mysterio wins <laughs> this nascar race um they're in full like nascar suits fucking edge had it right on the nose this nigga fan looks like jamiroquoi for sure <laughs> <laughs> and i think from there we can head into raw <laughs> Yeah, we. Oh, did you want to talk about Charlotte? Charlotte, like, Charlotte, what does Charlotte do? Charlotte, oh, she beat Sonya. Charlotte hulking up in the match. Oh yeah, she beat Sonya Deville. Who didn't see that coming? I think I'm fucking with it. I don't know. I haven't seen anything yet, so I think I'm fucking with it. Um, I think I'm fucking with the babyface turn rather. Okay, I could see that. I think I'm fucking with it. It has an expiration date though. I think if you give her a foil that is bigger, like the foil when she was a babyface before, her fo- her foil was a bunch of like lame niggas that like no one ever believed that she would ever give and it. You know why? Because she's the biggest baddest heel that has ever existed, and right. everybody else is lame in comparison. Right, and I feel like there's an opportunity to make Rhea a big threat that would really give her some sympathy. Because like, I remember the thing was is that she never had sympathy. We I, could, I don't feel like Rhea offers that, to be honest. With you. You have, we I haven't like even seen it yet. Yeah, nah, but I feel like <clears throat> Rhea is still... Judgment Day, it's not that they're cool or anything, but I don't feel like she offers like a very hated threat. I think she's still kind of cool. Um, and she hangs out with those dorky guys who dress up in purple hats and shit. <laughs> but... Um, uh, it still remains to be seen. I'm open to being surprised and letting things play out. Yeah, me. I, 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 I let, let's see because they got to get people to stop booing Rhea for one, and that's why I think that they booked a match that they booked on Raw, which we're gonna get to right now. Open. I really enjoyed this episode of Raw. I did too, and I, I usually thought, don't. I thought this was a good. Raw ain't been like bad. It for, bad, but it's been it, three hours. <laughs> but the 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 the, the post Cody episodes have definitely they've everyone's bring bringing it, you yeah. know, like everyone's fucking bringing it right now, right? 
opens the show. Uh, Edge opens the show, grabbing his wife's ass. I said, "Yeah, I feel you. I felt that." A little rated R, yeah, you know. I felt that, like it. You need the Edge interview. I'm, I'm. I looked at this man, and by the way, I had to rewatch this earlier today because I lost my remote and missed like the first like twenty minutes of Raw. Um, we need to do something about the remote thing. Like, we need to. It should be an app. Yeah, like it should. It, remote shouldn't be a thing anymore. Um, but I feel like he was very, he took a little extra time around that ring, taking photos, shaking hands. I'm like, oh, it's almost over. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's taking it all in. Yeah. He's He's taking taking it all in. in. I'm like, yo, we need the interview. We need the edge interview for sure. I need the edge interview. I don't know about you, but I feel like we do. No, I think we do. I, I want the edge interview, but. You know, I could tell by the jokes he's trying to cut that <laughs> he his nigga old. <laughs> Jamiroquoi was definitely nigga old as age reference, and that's also like the most like wildest. Like, <laughs> who remembers Jamiroquoi? Um, we do, so because we, we old, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, he, I feel like when he comes back, he cuts the same promo every time he comes back about the Judgment Day. I was like, All I'm right, glad he's just settling to being a face. Listen, go with the rivers and the lakes that you're used to, my friend. It ain't 2007 anymore. Um, got you still got a chance. Orlando was hot all night. Hey, <laughs> they were hot for everything. Raw, yeah. You they, the show with Edge and Beth. It's gonna be it, a hot night. And they, and they didn't come down, and they popped for damn near everything. Um, and they were silent when they were supposed to be. But um, so, Judgment Day comes out. Dom comes out and says he heard through the streets. I say, yeah, I like that. Uh, leads to a big brawl between uh, Judgment Day, Street Profits, and Edge and, and Beth Phoenix, but not before they challenge Edge and Rhea to a tag match at Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. Elimination Chamber, sorry. Uh, between Edge and Beth versus Finn and Rhea. Should be good. Drama. They getting Canadian happen. money out of these people. <laughs> Bro, they want... Is the show sold out? It's going to be by next week. It's going to be. Sure. They... And- Rumor has it there's still one more Canadian to be added to the show. Mm, okay, I'm like, bro, it's extreme rules. Like it, they are. I mean, it, sorry, it, elimination it, chamber. <laughs> I'm like, relax. All right. No, oh, that's why. That's why I was saying with the card they have right now and with what's still been announced, this is like a mania level card. Yeah, I'm like, like, like what are you going to have for mania if this is what you're going to have at the show? Jesus Christ. Um. Angelo Dawkins, Damian Priest, I thought was I thought was solid, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no doubt. There was no doubt in who was winning this match. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, no doubt in the other qualifier that uh, that happened on Raw. But um, I thought that I thought Angelo put it down, bro. 11, 12, like was it 15 minute match? He, yeah. he 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 showed that he could work, and and I thought they both looked good. I agree. Um. Maximum male bottles are on uh on raw now. <laughs> Good, I like Maxine, man. Awesome. I do too, man. I, I think that I, I think you put him with uh American Alpha or Alpha Academy and and do uh and have Otis be a, a influencer, and I think that's where you get the your your big heel program with those two. I think they're they ain't, got, they ain't got that much time for all these people, so put them on the show with more time, and yeah. hopefully you'll be able to use them. Right. Um. JBL thinks Baron Corbin is a loser, and I guess he is a face now because we all think this that. Man came out with the doo doo face from the beginning, <laughs> boy. <laughs> My man was like, "Look at this nigga." Oh man, <laughs> the star. 
Oh man. Um I thought it was weird Wait, to have Dexter have Loomis. We, sorry, have we are we in the post Baron Corbin we're doing something with him era? Yes. Mm-hmm. They, We've done they, all that we can. Yeah. I, here's my thing, though. Why did you not make him a baby face when he was poor? People wanted to see it. People didn't want to cheer poor people. They didn't want us cheering the poors. I don't think it's that. I think I think it's just that, like, Vince, got he started navel-gazing. Because remember, this started kind of intersecting with him, with the Finn Roman program uh, two years yeah. ago. And... And John Cena, and and you couldn't have a bigger, you know, they would be one Baron to have the match, I think, and I, and I guess that's how they felt about it. But like, then he stole Biggie's briefcase. Which is, I, I I don't know, I, I I just feel as though there is some, and some people might disagree with me, and that's fine. But I think there's some meat there on the bone for him to be the babyface. It's never happened. It is the like, he's, been, he's been a heel for damn near half a decade. Hey man, have JBL say, "Listen, I like this Cameron Grimes fella." Oh, that's who I like, and and then we start that feud. That's how I would do it if I was Triple H. You believe Triple in Triple H and I? We book the same. You believe kinda. in tiny ass uh, Cameron Grimes? <laughs> He's rich. Beating the shit out of JBL would say. Beating the shit out of Barry Corbin. I like him, and he's rich. He called this about crypto, Michael. This nigga, this nigga JBL said, You can't polish a turd. And I said, Well, there you go, Baron. <laughs> barred him up. Barred him up. Speaking Good. of barring up, this man, Brock Lesnar, why is he speaking like he's a cowboy now? My son is a whole Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> like, Tom stole your ass, nigga. Yeah, so he comes out, Bobby who? Bobby Lashley. <laughs> that Bobby shit, Lashley. That shit is over. And 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 here's my thing. And I think he's I'm ready to say this. Oh yeah, that was that was wild. <laughs> um four hours, my nigga? God damn. Hey man. It's Brock Lesnar. He's a Twitter <laughs> nigga. Twitter only the one in twenty one for a long time, baby. Um here's my thing with with with, with the Lashley Lesnar thing. I have no excitement for another match between these two but i am glad they're getting it over with because i think brock needs a a younger opponent if you will it's just bad optics for bobby man comes out looking like the richest thing on earth <laughs> against cowboy brock and and, and and i just i don't know i just feel like this looks like it's gonna turn out bad for bobby i mean it did tonight so brock gotta get his win back i mean i think he's been made to look like silly by Lashley enough times. Um, yeah. I, you know, my problem with this is that I don't know why they don't like each other. Because they've always wanted to. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. They've always like, wanted to have this match against each other, and now yeah. we're doing it. And it's like, what the fuck? Okay. It's like I, I thought that we were over it at day one when it happened. Like I, I'm like, all right, cool. Or not day one. When it happened, Royal Rumble. Crown Jewel. Oh. Or it was Royal Rumble when it happened. Um, I, I mean, I thought that it was. Crown Jewel too. Oh, oh, it happened to Crown. Oh, yeah, it did happen to Crown Jewel too. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't know why they're facing each other again. I don't, I don't get the story. I mean, I guess he's thinking about him, but I think there's something to be said that like I don't feel like Lashley like looks like greater or bigger from wins by from from Brock Lesnar. You know, like nah. I, don't, I don't think it put him in a different stratosphere at all. Hey, Bobby Lashley was on SmackDown. 
the other week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, this don't look too bad. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> this don't look too bad at all. Gang warfare, Legato versus the uh, Hurt Business? Bobby? No, just Bobby. Just Bobby. <laughs> oh, damn, just Bobby. That's, that's a lot. Um, we had a we had a uh, we had an elimination chamber qualifying match. Carmella, Candice yeah. LeRae, me and Yim, Piper yeah, Nevin. Women, women got time this week. I don't where, know what Joe they all talking about. Too. Where's the stopwatch? Where's the stopwatch team at? Where's team stopwatch at, motherfucker? Yeah, I'm like, bro, y'all can't be serious. This happened for one week. Like, y'all know what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you guys can't be serious. They got three whole matches, multiple segments upon those matches, and they got time. That fatal four way match went a couple commercial breaks. Segments, you know? yeah, it's it about ten minutes. Uh, it, was, it was some good time. Uh, I thought Piper Nevin looked like a real threat here. I, I can't wait to see what they do with her now that she's restructured. It seems as though we're getting a spooky Loomis, spooky Nikki versus uh, Candice thing happening there. So we'll see how that how that um, how that shakes out. Um, I will say this is that De- Loomis needs to not do in-ring stuff. I agree. He's much better not doing in-ring stuff than he is doing in-ring stuff. Like just I agree. kill it. Stop it. I-, I thought he looked bad against Corbin and not that Corbin's like the, uh, a, a miracle in there, but he can, he can make things happen. But Loomis, no, I, I let him just be like a. Our a truth. Yeah, like our <laughs> truth. You know what I'm saying? Like let let him just be that. You know, and the personality. You know, I I don't get it. Um, what else is on this show? Chelsea Green pops up. Um, feeling it. I'm feeling it. You know why I'm feeling it? Because uh, she's she's getting it over herself. This could be mm-hmm. a pretty annoying gimmick if you couldn't talk. And she can actually talk, and she's got a, a good look. Was that? She's a professional. Yeah. She's, she's been good. doing this for a long, long time. She she's she's good. Um, I thought she got a little bit too much offense off on Oscar, but it is what it is. Uh, but Oscar does come out new theme, new look. She looks cool, man. Bianca comes out. She says, "All right, you bitches, <laughs> <laughs> broke hoes, broke hoes." <laughs> Light the blunt. Remember that Trina thing? <laughs> Light the blunt. Broke hoes. She came out looking like money. I was like, God. Damn. Uh, she said, y'all need me. I don't need y'all. <laughs> um, what what are we thinking here? The, this, the, the field is set for this uh, Elimination Chamber match. You got uh, Natalia, Raquel Rodriguez, um, Liv Morgan, uh, Carmella. Who else? Somehow. Queen Zelina. Uh, no, not Queen Zelina. Carmella. Uh, who's the last two? Uh, 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 Nikki Cross and motherfucking Oscar and Oscar. Yeah, um, what, what are we thinking here? I mean, if I had a betting man, I'd say Oscar. She seems to be on much on a on a bigger role. But I don't know if I want Oscar as a heel. You got you kind of heel right now. You kind of got to do it. You kind of yeah. have to do it. Um, yeah. To be honest, Becky probably needs. Ugh, I don't want Becky versus Oscar again. This draft um, could not come fast. It doesn't seem as it seems as though Becky's getting the the much vaunted legends match this year. It seems like. Hey Amen. Imagine both Becky's team, both Bianca's teammates from four months ago, turn on her. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> but there's nobody Hating. left. <laughs> Hating. Haters. <laughs> Broke hoes. You got people uh, in your circle. 
paying on you or whatever the fucking Kelly Price meme is. <laughs> I, I think it'll be. I listen. I've come around to it. New look Oscar. It seems as though that's why they did it. It's the only person that like realistically could do it, in my opinion, and, and as in terms of just beating Bianca Belair. And you know what? Even if she doesn't beat Bianca Belair, y- you still got a bigger story there with Bianca becoming just a deluded champion. If that's where they want to go with it, absolutely. She she's been a champ for a year. She's she's definitely going to break the year mark. So oh yeah, for sure. So there, sure. there we have it. Um, let's get into this Cody Rhodes promo, and I want to get into like a bigger a bigger conversation about the Sami Zayn thing, which people are calling a problem. It's not really a problem. The Cody Rhodes thing and the Roman Reigns thing. Coming into this promo meals, so many people were saying that they're not understanding this story. They don't get it. What are they doing here? Sami's the better option. They feel as though Cody's going to get booed. I'll tell you one thing, meals. Orlando didn't boo him. He sold out all of the house shows over the weekend in Florida. He brings up Sami Zayn in the promo. They chant Sami. You know what he does? He says, "That's right. That's my friend," and made the best man win. I hope. I hope to face you if that's the one. If that's what you want to do. But then towards the end of that goddamn promo, they're cheering Cody again. I think wrestling fans, just in general, are as much as they want to be shocked and surprised. They thrive on predictability. They want to be in the know, and they kind of just go with what they think is going to happen. Um, and if it doesn't really happen that way, they kind of get mad. What um, is the way that they wanted this to happen? Because I feel like, no, they just more so want to be right than actually <laughs> what it wants to happen. They want to be able to say they predicted this, and this is what happens. Everybody from the, I mean, we do it too. We'd be like, okay, what's the next feud after this? Well, I can see him going in this direction and that direction and that, but. If they go in a different direction, I personally don't care. But I think you can see as clear as day that they are not booing Cody. No, and they won't boo him, and they won't boo him. And people, and it's it's. Let's just be clear. Next week, it's going to be a great match between Roman and Sammy. He's not winning that match. He's so not. y'all y'all can just stop it right now. He's not winning that match. And the thing is, he's not supposed to win the match because that's not the story that they're telling. The story is not. Cody versus Sammy. The story is not Roman versus Sammy. The story is Cody versus Roman. And you know why this works? Because you can't tell this story in any other company. You just can't. His dad was never a main inventor at WrestleMania. Never won the title. I mean, let's just let's just say it right now. Like this story is about breaking a generational curse. The curse yeah. that the curse that his family can't win the big one. That is the that is the story of this, and now you you have Taman who comes out masterfully. Do you feel as though Cody's anecdote in the beginning was planned and Heyman knew, or do you feel as though that was something it's that all, Heyman didn't know? I feel like it's all planned. You can't out dramatize this nigga. This is Cody fucking Rhodes. Yeah, you know Cody Rhodes is one dramatic guy. Cody Rhodes is he will not necessarily make it about him. But the 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 spotlight is never going to be fully off of him if it's his view. No, it's just not going to happen. No. He will do something. He is dramatic AF, and the guy for you guys to think he was going to be some simp or some guy who just kind of like stands on the wayside and just kind of lets his view be taken away from him to me is nuts. 
I loved the story. Um, I love the story of 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 Dusty going to ECW because I just watched that show, ironically, last mm. week, and I said, "Damn, how ironic that he's facing Steve Carino, who Carino is now a producer in NXT." Um, and and now they bring this up, and I was like, and and again, it's the connections. You can't do this story, and and I would I would shudder to say that like I think that's a large part of why Cody wanted to come back and make sure that this happened because he can't tell this story in AEW. You just can't. You could he could win that title. He could have won that world title there, Mills. What would it have meant? It would have meant he wanted he just won a title somewhere where he kind of created it, and that's fine. I'm sure he would have made it into something. <laughs> but he would have made it. Wouldn't have been like this. You know what I'm saying? It, no. it, it just couldn't be this. And I think that having Heyman come out to play mind games, but having Cody play mind games right back at Heyman was just like a, a great verbal joust. It was a great yeah. verbal joust that Cody's game for this because he knows how to cut these fucking, he knows how to cut these promos. And you know what's different about it is that they don't allow him to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? They don't allow him to go and, and, and fuck the whole thing up with the AEW-ness like he used to. Right. Because he would be losing niggas in AEW. Like, he'd be like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like what? What is this about? You talking about uh, McGillicuddy and Gunther and all this other shit? Like <laughs> what are you saying right now? But it, it, he he's able to kind of craft this whole thing, and then it's a very emotional promo, and then you get to the kill shot. And got his tear, took his tear out. You you got you got to the kill shot of Paul respects Dusty so much, knew Dusty for a long time. There's even a story of of Paul when he used to sneak into the the, the booking committees. That's how he met Dusty. Was when he used right. to sneak into those booking committees, and he says, Dusty said that, that Cody was his favorite son, but Roman was the son that he always wished he had. And Dang. then the crowd, what was your reaction to that line? Damn, Goldust. <laughs> <laughs> um, great line, great bar, and he drops the mic because he knows what he did, and you get this dramatic effect of you know cody rhodes um standing face to face with paul Heyman in the corner under the bright lights and the lights are only getting brighter yeah you know can he can he can he live up to the moment can he fall within this moment can he can he overcome that generational curse yeah to say you know he's always his family has always been super talented his brother is one of the most naturally gifted wrestlers that's ever existed his father is a legend upon legend is so influential but that both of them even with all their god body powers combined have never sniffed a world championship reign mm -hmm. he has the opportunity to he's heading to the main event of wrestlemania this is the grandest stage of them all can he do it it's a great masterful story that's being told that people choose to ignore because they feel like one story is superseding the both, but realistically, they're just two different paths on the way to WrestleMania. Right. And Sammy's is going to end in Montreal because it's just going to. It, and it, Cody will get where he needs to be. And I guarantee you, by the Raw after Elimination Chamber, everyone will be bought in on where this feud is going. Yeah. They, 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 here's the thing. Stop thinking that these fans is the same fans from 2017 and 2018 and 2019. Like it's it's just I, I think that it's like it's like masterful. Again, it's it's masterful the way they're weaving it in. And I gotta say that they paid a lot of respect to Sammy. 
And the thing is, is that I don't think Vince would have did that. Vince would have acted like this wasn't happening. You know what I'm saying? Like Vince would have acted like the fans weren't chanting Sammy and would have told them to ignore it. You feel me? And I think that what's what's key about this promo is that you're not taking the attention off of Cody because even though Romy, Roman is uh is preoccupied, so to speak, right now, Paul Heyman on his behalf is going to come and try and empathize with him and and appeal to him in his familial side. And I thought that that was the the, the best part about this promo. I, I just thought it was it was one of the best things that I've seen in this company in quite some time. And this is this is a week after another best thing I've seen from this company in some time. You know, and and if this is how they're going to do it, and this is what the story is, this is going to be this is going to be one of the you know one of the ones. Like I'm thinking right now, you end night one with that tag title, and you end night two with Roman. Like you, you got to do it that way. That like that's that's the that's the big that's those are the biggest two matches to me on on, on in the company. Absolutely. Um, let's get to Elias versus Montez Ford. Montez Ford is going to Elimination Chamber. Is that weird to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would it not be? I don't like uh, putting one profit necessarily ahead of the other, unless this is actually beginning a feud. But I don't even like. I don't even like them feuding, to be honest with you. I don't think they. I don't think they will. I, I think this is just the beginning of them going their own separate ways. You know what I'm saying? And. Maybe they just get drafted to different shows. You you gotta you really gotta like you gotta think that he's gonna do that from the heavens off the top of the cage. I think that's really what we're looking at here. Oh, Dawkins got something planned. <laughs> you don't care. All right. <laughs> I know I do, I do, I do. I hope. I hope. Because if this is definitely them going their separate ways, I think he's a talented um person. Um don't break him up though. But I think it will happen. They'll probably go their separate ways. Not like I—I I mean, like violently. I don't want them to go like. Oh, not violently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want. I don't want that to happen. Um, that. main event here: Becky Lynch versus Bailey. The cage match that we should have got, you know, Amen. two weeks ago. Amen. Twenty minutes they went about. Good stuff. Um, ending the show here. Main event here. Some good stuff. Uh, so, some really really cool stuff with the with the with the cage. Um, top rope elbow from Bailey that looked really good. Uh, like there, there was a really cool spot with uh, the super Bailey to belly, which was a crazy near fall that I almost bit on. And then I looked at the time and I was like, oh no, that's not happening yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's there's so much stuff that's happening. D- Dakota Kai throws in the crutch. Uh, Bailey's about to get to work, and then the music hits. <laughs> <laughs> Lita comes out. Lita, Lita randomly <laughs> comes out, takes out uh, Eo Sky with a twist of fate, slams the door on Bailey's head, and that sets up Becky to hit the manhandle slam for the win. That was good. That was good. good. There was this two. Here's the thing: two top stars uh, on the last match of the card. A big surprise. There's a Lita connection there. There's some there. There's a place you can go here. I, I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering you what see where Lita wasn't included on Raw 30, even though she was originally announced. Ah, okay, okay. I, I didn't even see that. I didn't see that coming. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm thinking you're doing a th- maybe you do it. Th- maybe you do Becky Lita versus uh, Bailey EO at EC. Maybe. I've heard. 
about another Canadian. But I don't know. Dakota is Dakota like real life like shoot injured? Yes. Yes. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, I don't know. I still feel like she'll show up. Um, you gotta you watch know. how they fall out the ring in the Rumble because I think that's probably how it happened. Oof. I still feel like another Canadian is showing up. Maybe okay. she won't be in the match, but she'll be around. That'd be cool. I mean, it seems to be a little clear that Becky and Bailey will be attached for a little while longer, and I'm cool with that. I think that that's a that's a it's a good path. These two have. What is this? Their second match that they've had yeah. since they started feuding. They so, up very well. They yeah. up very very well. Yeah. So like it, it, they they've been they've been stretching it out, and and it makes a lot of sense here. And um, again, if it if it ends up being Becky, Lita, and some form of DC in either either Elimination Chamber or, or Mania, then then I think it works here. Um, I I would just I just wonder like March is going to be a very very crucial four weeks for the for the, for whatever program that they do because you got. You got four solid weeks of in March to do what you got to do there, and uh, you got to make you got to put some heat on that feud. So um, I hope that it happens. But really good episode of Raw and SmackDown this week. You got uh, what do we got this week on SmackDown? Have they announced it? Uh, oh, no, tag back. team championship match. Yeah, tag team championship match. That's it. Uh, and then we got it's, it's kind of slowing down. We got we got a slow week here, but next week we'll be talking all about Elimination Chamber. We're going to be doing our predictions. Uh, we're going to have another Patreon segment where I try I attempt to stump meals and in, in some of the the greatest uh, trivia known to man. And uh, uh, you might get a Baddies West update. I got to give meals my my Zeus my Zeus account. God bless for me. Pray for me, please. Lord. Yes. Yeah, for, yeah, pray for him for having a great time. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check out the War Report with Cyrus and Quan later on this week. And uh, yeah, until next week, I am Justin, and that was Meals. We'll see you guys next week on the A Show. Peace.